What's the weather like in Ohio right now? Uh, I think it was like 32 when I left yesterday. So it's like 78 here. So I'm enjoying it. Yeah, the life of a model. So you get yeah. to fly around to all the warm places and leave family and everybody else to deal with the cold and the snow. Was any snow on the ground in Ohio? Um, not right now, but there was a couple weeks ago. Okay. Well, welcome to True Talks. I'm glad to have you here today. Thank you. Glad All right. to be here. Let's get into it. Welcome to True Talks. I'm joined today by the beautiful Miss Curvy Red. How's your weekend going? What's going on with you? Oh, it's going wonderful. So I'm in Florida for the next couple of days, handling some business down here, networking a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, then I'm back to the grind on Monday at my regular nurse job. So, so how was that? How was the flying with, uh, I know, the COVID restrictions and everything? How was that now? Uh, it's not it's not terrible. So the flight, I do first class to try to keep myself distant. First class. I hear you. Go ahead. <laughs> Just to try to keep myself a little more distant. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, some of the airlines don't let everybody choose. Like, they're not full flight. So they have, like, Delta, I think, does the middle FC. Um, American though, the flight was pretty much empty yesterday, so I was happy about that. <laughs> now, I know that some of the airlines are saying they're going to offer um, passengers to take a COVID test before they board. Were you offered that or you just? No. No. I, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, they were. How would that work? Like a rapid test? Yeah, like a rapid test. I think it's a day before you fly or two days or something uh, in that in that area. And then they see your results. I could see them mandating that soon, though. I could definitely see that happening. Or proof that you've uh, taken the vaccine before you uh, fly. Flying then. <laughs> okay. So you're not taking the vaccine, I, I guess. No, not for a while. I want to see what happens to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so phase two or phase three, right. you'll, you'll, you'll get in on that. Well, you know, some, right. some, but you're, you're a nurse, so it, uh, you're a essential worker. So you, yes, but, I work from, but I work from home right now at my full-time job. It's at home. So I don't go to the floor. So I don't, I don't even have to take the flu vaccine right now oh. if I don't need to. So I'm, I'm fortunate that I can work from home. Okay. Okay. How does that work as a nurse? You work from home. Do I come see you? I come to the house. How do I get my oh. physical? Um, I'm about to sign up. I'm about to sign. <laughs> I don't do I don't do home calls. No, um, God, I'd be scared to do that right now. Anyway, you never know what you're walking into. Regular, let alone yeah. you know, this COVID stuff. Yeah. God bless those nurses. Right now, I work for an insurance company, so I just call my patients on the phone, and that's okay. how I. Yeah, so I enjoy it a lot. <laughs> okay, so you're just really just checking up on them. I get you. I get you. Pretty much. Yeah, well, let me know when you when you doing the house calls. I'm gonna uh, somehow <laughs> I'm gonna get to Ohio for my physicals. It's a good flight, but you know, I think it's worth. As long as there's pancakes being served, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> well, move to Houston before you do that, so we can be a little closer. So, so Miss Curvy Red, your, I see your Instagram page is popping. When did you become, or when did you know that you had the modeling bug? Wow. So I've only, 
honestly only been doing modeling about three years now. Mm-hmm. I actually started off just sort of on a whim. My daughter wanted to sign up for a modeling competition at the, the local mall. So I signed up with her because she was scared to do it. And then after that, I was like, oh, I loved it. Like the, the crowd, the energy from the crowd, it was, it was amazing. The attention. You like that attention. Uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I knew I was gorgeous. I should have been getting this all along. That's what you was thinking. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun doing it. And so from there, I just did my first fashion show. And then I've been mm-hmm. published in the magazines. I did an international commercial mm-hmm. with a modeling group out of Detroit. So, you know, I do. What I up, though, Detroit? I hear you. That's my home, yeah. so what up, though? But, okay, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people up there in, in the modeling and, and some people in the entertainment up there, so. Yeah. yeah. So you 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 became this model once uh, your daughter, you know, had this epiphany or you went to, went to, the, you went to the mall with her and all of a sudden you sign up and now this thing ex- explodes for you. It's weird how the rest of the world, I'll say in the last five years, are just catching on to... Uh, they call it plus size women, you know, we call them fake or whatever. Um, it's normal for me, but to be so beautiful at the same time, they kind of, you know, we knew they kind of shunned it to the side, but now it's kind of taken over and in the front. Whereas as black men or as for myself, like we knew this all along. I don't know why it took y'all so long <laughs> to catch up, to catch up. So how do you, and saying that and coupled with the attention of the crowd, how do you deal with that now being a celebrity and and people do they recognize you when you go out and all that how do you deal with that not yet but i'm i'm working on getting my celebrity up honestly um you know i think for some people plus size as they say curvy is is considered like a fetish for some people so that's a little disturbing um, yeah, that's weird i don't well you it know is, it is it's very strange um but the plus size community in and of itself is divisive too. So like, I am plus size. I mean, I wear I wear two X in clothes, but my curves are different than maybe other women that wear the same size. So there's a little bit of competition in that as well. So okay. it's a very interesting, I learned a lot. And actually part of the reason of me and modeling really helped me um, sort of establish my clothing line too. Because I wanted to see the industry from that point of view. So, hey, what's the name of your clothing line? Go ahead and plug your clothing line. Yeah, it's called Professional Curves. So mm-hmm. um, it's a clothing line. I started that features my own custom designed scrubs, like uniforms. Okay. So I designed every. Oh, no, 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 no. I know the nurse is not going to be wearing uh, these type of outfits. <laughs> you trying to. I'm in the hospital every day. <laughs> not, not like this, but like scrubs, yes. I have. Like, they're high-waisted. I have some that have their own compression. You know, some women, especially curvy women, they like to wear um, stuff that compress them, you know. I have high-waisted uniforms that have their own compression in them. Well, they say black men don't go to the doctor enough, but if you start wearing... Let me see what you got. Let us see what you have on right now. Can we see what you have on right now? Oh, yeah. So, this is from my... um, This is from my line. I can't really see. So, this is one of my body outfits. It's hard to see with this little little phone. So this is one of my little athletic outfits, but it says body here and around the waist. Mm-hmm. So, 
So I'm going to tell you, they say we don't go, but if they dress in, in body suits like that at the hospital, there will be a line. <laughs> there will be a line. I have crop top scrub tops as well. So mm -hmm. everything that I sell from my line, whether I designed it or not, it has the same fit. And it's for curvy women, not just plus size. Well, that's what's I up. So, so, and what's the name of the clothing line again? Professional Curves. Professional Curves. So look that yeah. up. What's the, you have the website for it? Yep, professionalcurves.com. Professionalcurves.com. Pretty easy to find. Make sure y'all go check that out for and get buy something off of there for support, 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 support. So you. You. you got your clothing line, you got your Instagram. I don't see it OnlyFans. It's gonna be X. So that's the question. You gotta you gotta ask. So is there an OnlyFans page in the future or no? You bless you when I say that though. So I'm not <laughs> I understand that. So, you know, you got fans out there that want to see it. So they want, they, they, <laughs> they make a lot of money on the, on the only fans. So it, it's, uh, it's a draw for a lot of women and there are a lot of great professional women that do it on the side. So, but I commend you on your, uh, your website and your, your, uh, laundry, not lingerie. I'm, see, you got me tripping and your clothing line in your clothing line. Right. So I think that's, I think that's what's up. So how long have you been a nurse? So how long have you, how have you been dealing with uh, COVID, but you say you haven't been in at all? Have you had to deal with it at all or anything like that? Um, yes, but not in like bedside. So we have like at my job now, I, they usually send those cases to me and I call them. Um, I also, I'm a cancer nurse. That's my specialty. So, you know, doing a lot of education. Most of my job is related to educating patients anyway. So a lot of education with patients that are on chemo and things like that. So they're terrified, you know, and, yeah. and the only thing we know to tell them is we go by the CDC guidelines. Of course, that can be tricky because every state has their own guidelines too. So it's, um, it can be a headache some days mm -hmm. having to call 14 COVID positive patients and you are limited in what you can tell them because we just don't know enough about it. Yeah, and we just lost uh, Debo. To, yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Um, and I guess he had it early on, and was afraid it was going to come back. I didn't know. Did you know they could? Did they do? Is it? Do they know you can get it more than once, or is it just? I think that what they're learning changes all the time. That's what I'll say. I don't mm -hmm. think there's any one straight thing. I've heard that you can't. They're saying you can't contract it again, and mm -hmm. I've heard that you can, and who knows how long it lasts. They changed the quarantine guidelines, which I don't, I don't like that they did that. Um, yeah. Just in, in dealing with patients going for fourteen to ten days, some of these patients still have symptoms after ten or fourteen days, so it's a really, it's a lot of unknown, and I, I don't know, I don't know where the science necessarily is behind some of these guidelines. Yeah, my brother and my mother had it and they both still have symptoms, right? And I still tell them that they still have it. My mother says she knows that she 
you know, her body is different. So she feels like she still have it, but they only told them to quarantine for the 10 days. And then they said they were fine. So yeah, I don't, places aren't pushing retesting either. So, uh, and then, and then the tests are an issue too, because they're not necessarily accurate. So that's another issue. Yeah. Yeah. They stopped talking about that. They stopped mentioning that because early on, um, a, a friend of mine, their roommate tested positive and she tested negative. And so it didn't make any sense, you know, because they were a couple and it didn't make any, any sense how one could be negative and one could be positive and you live in the same house in close quarters like that. So, yeah. you know, I didn't understand that. And I don't know if they fixed it or they just kept, they just stopped discussing it. You're the expert. I'm betting they stopped because, like, I know some of our, our our patients have been told to retest before returning to work. And then, depending on what state they work in, because I have 30 nursing licenses. I mean, I have 30 states that I cover as a nurse. So some states, their jobs are saying, well, you don't have to retest at all. So I don't, I don't understand. There's no, even within the same company, you know, I work for one company. And they're being told different things by state. So it's really crazy. I mean, and like in Ohio, everything is shut down at nine o'clock, but down here, everything is open. Oh, that's how, that's how it is here in Texas. We wide open here. We shoot, from, we shoot from the hip. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, well, that's just the truth. That's, that's just the truth about Texas. It's, it's a weird place when it comes to that, because there are a lot of those who maybe still deniers and and they are in charge of a lot of the information that gets out and the way that people move so texas is like we'll tell you on the news like oh yeah we got some restrictions in place but if you go to the restaurant or to the to the club to the bar it's open and there's you know there are no masks you know you might have to wear one coming in but as soon as you put that drink in your hand it's over all right so that's that's pretty much how it is and Florida's another state because it's a red state, so I would say that it's they're you know actually doing the same thing. Probably, I mean, I haven't been anywhere really since I've been here. So, so are you gonna get out? What you gonna do while you're there? What you you know you're there? You got to take some pictures. I'm worried about. I'm still trying to distance because I I you know help my elderly grandparents. They're in their 80s, and I definitely mm -hmm. wouldn't want to carry something to them. That's what I'm more scared about than anything else. So I'm. I may be, you know, maybe step out somewhere later, but it's going to be somewhere like where it's open, you know, not no close quarters. So I don't think I should have told you Houston was so open at the same time trying to get you to come down to uh, <laughs> help <Right>. you. <laughs> We're not really open. We're not really open. <laughs> you know, I got to come that way anyway. I think because I have to take a trip home. So I got to come. But Ohio is that, you know, Ohio runs. It's not a good, good word in my house. It never has. From the Michigan Ohio State rivalry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so. you know, where I'm from is Toledo, which is real close to Detroit. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you Ohio State fan or Michigan fan? Neither. I honestly, I don't really follow. Choose, that. woman. I, you got to choose. I just lived in Columbus, and they are crazy about because obviously OSU is there. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my god! Like on the weekends working, they all would have their gear on. It was crazy. Well, you have to be a Michigan fan because you're beautiful. Ohio State doesn't have pretty uh, fans, pretty women as fans. Oh, so you have to be a Michigan fan. Like 
You can't go over to the other side. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Oh, that's rough right there. I'm, don't leave us out like that. We need your help. We need all the fans we can get right, right now. Things aren't well. So you have you have all these things going on. You're on your vacation right now. Which one, if you had to boil it down, which one do you like doing the best? All right, which do you like the best? Is the nurse more, uh, does that give you more of a, um, you know, a sense of purpose or do you like the modeling so much that you can see yourself doing the modeling full time? I'm really good at nursing. You know, I've done it for a long time. Um, it definitely helped me as far as dealing with people, but I'm ready to be done with nursing. <laughs> That's the truth. I would love to run my business full time and then do modeling on the side. So that's what I'm aiming for right now. And I'm working on other ventures, like, you know, establishing a, a healthcare business as well. That's something else I want to do. Mm -hmm. so but then that wouldn't be huh? wouldn't that be going back into nursing if you did that no I'm not going to work there I just want to run it <laughs> oh you just want to run it you want to tell other people what to do right I get you yeah yeah. that's that's, that's what's up so I think your your clothing line um, I have to see more right but I think that is, is a, a great start for you getting off uh, from being a nurse even though I think I told you my aunt who is like my heart truly it's the greatest aunt to ever watch a plan. I'm sorry. I know that you all have aunts out there also, but they don't compare. And she's a nurse and she is absolutely wonderful. All right. So she has been instrumental in my life for, you know, since I was a teenager. And, you know, I can't even put it into words. So, I, But I understand the toll that you all carry and the weight that you carry from the work that you do. All right. I understand it. And you go into the operating room or into the hospital, usually the nurse is the smartest one in the room. They may not say anything and let the doctor just give you some wrong medicine, but they know <laughs> but they know more than usually what the doctor, I guess the doctor would know because you deal with more patients in that way, close up than the doctor does. Mm -hmm. Not taken away from the doctors, but I just think that you are. No, they have their specialties for sure, but as a nursing school is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Uh, because you have to know a little bit about everything and that's mm -hmm. the thing and then you go into subspecialties when you get done so mm -hmm. yeah nursing school is by far very very hard okay. stressful yeah. <laughs> there's a saying it's that it goes your your life falls apart when you're in nursing school and it's true oh i didn't i didn't i've never heard that i've never heard that yeah. and it, it is true i mean a lot of things happen they when you're in nursing school so um, yeah, I mean, it takes a special person to be a nurse or, or nur nursing assistants to the very, uh, you have to be pa compassionate. There's some people that should retire <laughs> when they get to the point where they just have no compassion. They just like, do it. Be still. Take this needle. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, they're just because they're stressed out. You know, you yeah. can't be doing this every day and be stressed out. So, you know, to all of my colleagues who are actually the front line, in the hospital, I have a sister, one of my sisters, I have two sisters that are nurses. So one of them is in the hospital. She's on a COVID unit, God bless her. Um, and she's got two little ones at home. So yeah. uh, I'm coming back to the floor, I did my time. <laughs> Superhero for sure. They're doing heroes work for sure. Absolutely. 
So what what do you do to relax um, from when you want to get away from everything that you do, the modeling and being the nurse? What do you what do you do? Like, what's your thing? I mean, I like to travel, but obviously with COVID happening, that's mm -hmm. not possible so much right now. Um, I mean, I like to work in my business that relaxes me. And actually, photo shoots, I love to do photo shoots. Mm -hmm. I mean, a camera on me, I get my makeup done. To me, that is relaxing. I'm you don't need makeup, though. You're one of those ones that can go without makeup. But I'm, I'm you know, for the model, I guess that's required, right? I mean, I wouldn't say it's required. There's some photographers that prefer natural, the natural look. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just saying for someone else to do my makeup or, you know, it is relaxed. It's relaxing because you're being pampered. Now, are you all natural or did you have uh, any implants anywhere? No, I'm all natural. All natural. That's just all grits and hash yeah. browns. And <laughs> <laughs> that is wonderful. Tell her, tell her thank you. I would like to, you know, I owe them. Um, my mom passed away, unfortunately, this year. Okay, I'm sorry to hear that. Was it due to COVID or she just? No, she um, actually recovered from, she had cancer a couple of years ago. Okay. And I'm a true believer that things happen in, for a purpose and a reason. So that's, I got into cancer before she was diagnosed, so I was able to help her. But she was recovered. Um, she was found at home dead. And, you know, they just basically said her heart stopped. And the cancer was still gone. So it was pretty shocking. It's been quite a year for me me and my family. My heart goes out to you. My condolences about your mom. She rests in peace. She's in the hands of the Lord now. My father also, my father passed in 2005 from cancer. Okay. Um, yeah, he was a, a, a big smoker and a um, drinker, which kind of ran in my family a little bit. So that's why I kind of take my time when it comes to drinking. But uh, yeah, so he's, uh, but he passed in 2005. So I understand that when you're dealing with someone that's going through that, going through cancer. So my heart goes out to you. And, you. you know, I think you're a strong woman and that you will, you know, you look great. So I know that's just the looks, but hopefully on the inside you're doing well because it has been a year. All right. It's almost over with. Thank God. What you going to do for the bring in the new year? What's your plans? You know, I'm planning to take the kids somewhere, my sister and brother. You know, my mom was big on holidays, so we're trying to just establish our own sort of mm -hmm. thing now. So we're going to just be together, me, my siblings, my nieces, my nephew, and my kids. That's so, what's up. That is, I'm going to tell you that's what's up. Now, I'm going to let you know, I'm divorced, and but <laughs> I was huge. I loved having family over for New Year's. That was my thing. And I stole it from my ex-wife's uh, father, um, just the way that he did it, right? But um, we would do it in my family, but not to this level. And so it got to the point where it was just huge, where neighbors were coming over to eat on New Year's Day because we would start with breakfast or brunch, whatever you want to call it. And we had, it was everything, right? I had everything. And then at night, you know, we didn't do the traditional black eyed peas and all this other stuff. No, we went for high-end, prime rib, things like that, lobster. Yeah, so we did all of that. So I absolutely love it. So basically what I'm saying is, are you going to invite me to the house for it? <laughs> because we're being divorced now. It doesn't look like that's going to be in my, uh, in my future right now in Houston. So I got to figure this thing out. And I don't think Luby's is my spot. That's a restaurant down here. I don't think I'm going there. So. Okay. All right, so that's still. Yeah, not this 
Y'all see that? How she just she gonna let me starve this year? Do the family. It was the pause that told me I was not going to eat for New Year's. It was the pause. I'm like, that's fine. I'm eat this lonely steak and one lobster. Who buys one lobster at this? You know, so it's cool. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Kroger get this one lobster and this one steak, and I, I guess I'll make it. I'll make it through. But that's 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 what's up. I think that's that may be the mode for everyone um, coming into this new year is to be with uh, family because this year truly taught us how important family is, right? And I would take it a step further and say it truly taught us, a lot of us, not all of us, but a lot of us about love and loving, whether it's your husband, uh, boyfriend, whatever you want to call it, because I think everyone kind of went through something and to see others just kind of fade away or to pass on and the magnitude of being lonely of the, those that are out there, let's say, let's say that. There's a lot of people out there that are extremely lonely now because their significant other passed away or a family member that they were close to passed away, you know, and now they're fine. They find themselves by them, you know, alone for the first time and they're dealing with that. So, and it's one thing to walk into the home and you hear the sound of chatter of people moving around or something like that. But when you just silent, the silence is so deafening. Or in the middle of the night, if you reach out for someone, see, I want that type of love. I want to be able to reach out in the middle of the night when Bethany is in Florida taking pictures, but she should be here next to me. So I, my arm, I automatically in my sleep, I reach out for her and just grab the cold pillow. All right. But then I know later on, I'll get a chance to talk to her. All right. Mm -hmm. That's my attempt at some game today. I did it right there. <laughs> That was it. That was all I got. That's all I got for today, for today on Saturday. <laughs> it got that smile. Because if y'all can see this smile, that smile is wonderful. But I wanted to thank you today, Ms. Curvy Red, for coming on today, talking to me, uh, telling us about your clothing line. The name of it again is? Professional Curves. You can find it at professionalcurves.com or Instagram, professional underscore curves, or Facebook, Professional Curves LLC. And your Instagram page for Miss Curvy Red, and what else are you on? Give us that information I'm also. Facebook, but Facebook is just really for family. So yeah. Miss Curvy Red, that's where I do a little bit extra. <laughs> extra. I like the extra. <laughs> I do like the extra.